The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. The views and opinions expressed in the commentaries and or interviews in the following program are solely those of the individuals and are not views of Poppy Chulo Radio, its parent, affiliate, or subsidiary companies. Welcome to Storybrooke. Welcome to Storybrooke Weekly Mirror, the unofficial Once Upon a Time podcast. A PoppyChuloRadio.com and iTunes exclusive Poppy Chulo Radio Pop Culture On Demand. Today is Monday, March 27th, 2017, and I'm your host, Jeffrey Aruz. During tonight's broadcast, we're going to recap, review, and dissect the latest episode of Once Upon a Time. Later on in the broadcast, get ready for a spoiler alert as we bring you the hit ABC series' casting scoops, spoilers, and ratings. Please welcome my co-hosts, Brittany Garcia. Hey everybody, I'm so excited to talk about this episode because it's Regina. And you know me, I love you know me, I love some Regina. Wow, that's gonna come out so wrong. Anyway, hi guys. Whatever that was. And Priscilla Rocha. Hey guys. I I have no idea what to say about this episode. I'm sure I'll figure something out, but we're gonna have something to talk about today. Dun, 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 dun. All right, let's jump into our recap of Season 6, Episode 14, which was titled Page 23 and aired March 26, 2017. Here's the official synopsis of the episode. Believing there isn't room in Storybrooke for both her and Regina, the evil queen sets out to eliminate her other half using Robin to bait the trap. Hook, determined to make things work with Emma, turns to his old friend, Captain Nemo, for advice. But Gideon torpedoes his plan before he's able to set things right. In a flashback to the Enchanted Forest, the Evil Queen learns a surprising lesson about the true source of her misery. Burm, burm, burm. All right, let's get into it. Let's get everyone's initial reaction to the episode. And we'll start off with the one who's a little bit more sunshiny. Surprisingly, it was Brittany. I know that, that I surprised myself. Um, okay. I'm usually, By I'm looking in the mirror. <laughs> yeah, I felt I felt like Regina this episode. When I look in the mirror, I I now know why I avoid mirrors because uh, I can't stand oh. looking at myself. No, I'm just kidding. <gasps> um, so this episode this turned into like an I... episode of Maury in like ten know, seconds. Right? <laughs> oh gosh. Jerry Springer. Doctor Phil. Yeah. Dr. Cash Phil. me outside. How about that? I still don't know what that means, but okay. <laughs> yes. Um, I know the meme, but I don't know what that means. Like, I don't, I feel like they never explained that. But anyway, I, I don't know what to say. I feel like this episode, 
um, gave me a lot of mixed feelings because maybe I had every time I give myself expectations of like what's going to happen and then something else happens it kind of like brings down the episode for me and also I was not a big fan of what happened with Emma and Hook um so that dragged the episode a lot of of Hook's uh inner turmoil I didn't really like it I wanted that to be resolved quickly considering he was going to do the right thing. So I felt like he was just going to continue that. But I guess that didn't happen. But Regina's side I thought was well done. I liked that part of the episode. I still think the ending. The wrap up was weird. Um, I felt like we talked a lot about. Uh, a lot of. A lot of theories. Um, involving the evil queen. And how she was. How that was going to get resolved. Um, I mentioned that I thought she was going to accept herself and they were going to like mesh back together. And I felt like that would have made more sense because the other alternative that we got in this episode was it's okay to separate yourself and not truly embrace that you're both the same person. I don't know. I just thought it was weird, but I guess it gives more, um, more room for her to come back, I guess. And her ending was, I don't know. I didn't, I wasn't a big fan of the, resolution but i loved the growth and acceptance from regina i mean we've come so far guys like that's just truly amazing so while half of the episode wasn't too great the other half was quite good and listeners that's our show for tonight no um (laughs) (laughs) britney took up everyone's time no let me stop priscilla what was your initial reaction to the episode? Look, if Britney's the sunshine, I'm definitely bringing the rain this episode. Like, <laughs> oh, God. Like, this episode, I was waiting for a great flashback since we heard Tink was coming back. I didn't get that. I was hoping for some sort of conflict resolution that would have Regina accepting who she was. I didn't get that. I got Robin, who I didn't even want. And then I got, like, the worst handling of the Hook and Emma relationship ever. Like, damn. I was just so mad. This Like, I had to cleanse my palate of, like, that shitty, like, TV episode with something else to watch that was, like, more light and upbeat. Because... Usually, once upon a time fills that like niche for me, but not not this weekend, not this weekend. Well, on the brighter side of things, I agree with Brittany. Obviously, since I said on the brighter side of things, <laughs> I like the episode. Is it a favorite? No, I did not like the handling of the Captain Swan stuff either. But I did like certain elements of it, which we will discuss uh, later on. Uh, I did not mind the Regina storyline in the past and the present. I did think that it was very weird, uh, the resolution between the evil queen. I myself made a prediction in the season finale last year that uh, that she was going to have to accept herself and she would merge back together. Um, but... I, I sort of got that, but then the rest was very weird because obviously none of us would have been able to predict the MacGuffin that was the Shears. So we didn't know that that was going to be something that would be in play this season. Obviously, they finally used it for something. And uh, yeah, so then that was kind of weird, but it that 
happening, though, did kind of propel something in the Captain Swan storyline that I liked. So, yeah. So, and I just, I hated that they had to ruin the Gideon surprise in the press release. Because Gideon torpedoing Hook and blah, blah, blah. It just, I'm like, why'd you have to include that in the press release? Like, that would have been a great surprise at the end. But no. Anyway. Says the guy who really enjoys spoilers. <laughs> I know, right? But that was, like, the last, like, how can, like, listen. I get spoilers. Spoilers are fun and all that kind of stuff. But usually, like, spoilers are for, like, little things, like, in the middle of the episode. Like, don't give away, like, the last 30 seconds of the episode. Like, I don't know. You don't give away the, the cliffhanger in the promo, which some shows actually do that, which is always weird to me. But anyway. So, on that note, before we get into a thorough recap of the latest episode of Once Upon a Time, here's our announcer with a few reminders on how you can interact with us. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash storybrookweeklymirror. Follow us on Tumblr, storybrookweeklymirror.tumblr.com. Follow Poppy Chula Radio on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, and YouTube at Poppy Chula Radio. Do you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns? Email us via contact at poppychularadio.com. Help support Poppy Chula Radio financially by visiting gofundme.com slash poppychularadio. Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chula Radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor? Email talent at poppychularadio.com. Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio programs by visiting poppychularadio.com archives. You can also download tonight's broadcast and the rest of the series through iTunes. Just search for Storybrooke Weekly Mirror and subscribe. Thanks, announcer. All right, let's get into it. A quick shout out to the opening title card, which we've seen in the past. Uh, it's the Dark Palace in the Enchanted forest so let's start off as we usually do which is with the flashback and so this is way back before the curse that started it all and we have the evil queen she's still looking for snow white she's still looking for snow white's heart to crush and uh she she has gotten word that she's in this little village she's in this uh shack cottage whatever and uh people saw her go in they haven't seen her come out and so snow white goes in not, not snow white uh, the evil queen goes in for the kill because she finds a bed and like just hair and so she goes in for the heart and she pulls out hay and so once again snow white has eluded her Bum, bum, bum. and so the evil queen gathers the villagers and she's like you know I love you. Snow White doesn't care about you. I'm the one that loves all of you. And then all of a sudden, Tinkerbell's there. And she's like, uh, you know, why didn't you pursue Robin Hood? Why were you scared? And uh, Regina is like, you know, I wasn't scared and all this kind of stuff. And um, Tinkerbell basically calls her out in front of everybody, 
which I thought was interesting. Uh, like, it's telling her basically, like, you don't think that you deserve love. And uh, there, there's a little moment where basically the evil queen is like, like, why are you here? Like, why aren't you in some, like, uh, lily or something or in a flower? And uh, once again, Tinkerbell sort of like, uh, sort of like alludes to what had happened to her, but not really... F she doesn't really go into it. I know that we sort of we saw it a little bit, but I f always felt like there was more to the story, which I guess we'll never see because she's on iZombie and she can only come back for like a 30-second scene. But um, after Tinkerbell basically calls her out, the evil queen decides to spare her to show the villagers that she does love them all and that kind of stuff and, and to prove Tinkerbell wrong and so this leads into an argument between uh, the evil queen and her father and basically he warns her that revenge will never make her happy and so later on her father with the help of tinkerbell leads regina to a portal that was designed to lead whoever walks into it to their true love because there's a cupid statue with arrow and if you shoot the arrow it's going to lead you to your true love and uh, the evil queen is obsessed with revenge she she knew that it, it was like a ruse from her father because her father was basically like you know this is something from Cora's books but she's like no there's all this light magic here this can't be from her books and so she ends up using a like the cupid arrow instead of like aiming at the person that she's supposed to love it's it's going to go to the person she hates the most and so she ends up shooting the now blackened arrow and she ends up following it and it leads her straight to uh, her fortress and so she believes that snow is there you know, because she's like, she's like, oh, she must be there because she knew I wasn't there. And uh, the arrow leads her to her mirror, which shatters into pieces. And Regina realizes that it is the evil inside her that she hates the most. Boom, 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 boom. All right. That was very extra. So let's discuss the flashback what do we think did we like seeing tinkerbell were we surprised was it a nice um thing to see i just we'll I'm start off with the negative first i'm sorry okay like i i i really wanted to see tink and I was hoping that her coming on the show meant that we were going to see her talking to regina but I didn't expect it this way. It felt like a convolution of the timeline already since she was in Neverland, but we don't know when she was in Neverland. Like, it's just needless to me. Like, that role could have been used by, like, any villager that she was, like, planning to spare or something like that. It's just, it was needless. And I don't know. I, I felt... Like, I loved the fact that she went to the household, like, like not the household, but, like, where Cupid's arrow is, and it's gold-tipped, because gold is use, is in the mythology, that that's where, how he uses to spread love, but a lead-tipped arrow is how he espouses, like, how he creates hate, and it made sense that, thus, she has a lead-tipped arrow to shoot, and... 
super meta, but I love how she goes to the person that she hates the most and it goes inside of a closet. Shout out to all the Swan Queen fans out there who got that reference. Oh, As, gosh. It, it, it was funny. but Either that or y'all are like, reading too much into it. We are looking for something. Like, give us something, show. we're Because we're not going to get this. Everybody, just, no. There's no hope there. But, um... Crap. Like, the, the arrow going into a mirror was like and not even like a mirror that's close by because come on somebody like throughout the kingdom must have had like a compact mirror or something that it could have smashed into but for it to go all the way to her closet and smash into a mirror there also again very needless and very schmaltzy like and not in the good way well i didn't mind that it went all the way to her mirror to me it made more sense like it, it was like, it would have made sense, maybe, to her had it gone to, like, some random mirror. Like, the first uh, hovel in the forest that has a mirror. I, I think it, for for symbolism and maybe emphasis, that's why it went to her mirror. I didn't dislike the flashback. It, it definitely isn't as bad as, and I always bring it up, uh, that the Charming's killing Medusa on their honeymoon. It, it wasn't as bad as that. It wasn't as bad as, sorry, Grumpy, but the whole um, dwarves hatching out of eggs storyline and Nova that ended oh, up going wow. nowhere. I loved that flashback. What the heck? Oh, that one was like panned by everybody in season one. I liked it. Oh. It's probably panned because there wasn't any rumple scenes. Yes, because everybody happy. loves rumple. <laughs> well, they used to. Well, that is true, though. <laughs> But um, I, I liked it for what it was. Like, I always like seeing uh, Papa Henry. Um, and just his relationship with Regina is always just so complex. And especially around that time when she was still hell-bent on revenge. The Tinkerbell thing, uh, you know, I was looking forward to seeing her too, Priscilla. And, and I was a little disappointed that she was just sort of there for like half a second. I thought that was a bit, a bit unfortunate because I... I would think i don't know what uh, izombie's uh filming schedule is but usually if a show is mid-season like they've already filmed it and once this episode must have filmed like maybe a, a month ish maybe a month and a half ago so maybe she wasn't available maybe they were just wrapping up izombie and she just couldn't get away but it, it was unfortunate that it was just a very brief scene i was looking forward to a bit more of an interaction and maybe a little bit more of an interaction in present day storybrook as well so that was unfortunate that that didn't happen but i did like that uh, she sort of saw in the past that the thing that she hates the most is herself like i thought that was sort of like a neat revelation that kind of paints a lot of what happens afterwards a little bit differently. Like, knowing that she knew what she sort of discovered, in a sense. Brittany, what did you think of the flashback? Um, well... I liked the ending of it. Like, the purpose of why we were getting this specific little arc for Regina. I mean, well, for the Evil Queen... Um, I like the reveal of what it was because, to be honest, I think that's a really cool um, arc for somebody who's trying to be redeemed or could be redeemed because Regina wasn't born evil and she wasn't even evil at like until you know with 
what happened with Snow and Daniel's death and, you know, Korra, basically. Um, so it was really cool to see that maybe she was projecting hate on a little girl instead of... Or the hate on herself on a little girl, which I liked a lot because it just means that she doesn't really truly hate Snow. She hates what she's become because of that. That, you know, the old Regina or the true Regina wouldn't be happy to see herself. And I think they chose that mirror specifically is just because it's some it's a mirror she uses every day. Or maybe she doesn't. So, you know, it went all the way over there. And, like, see, she didn't even, like, she, she was just like, damn, this, uh, this arrow is savage. <laughs> yes. Um, it read her for filth. Yeah, so I, there was, a, there was a reason for it, and I was okay with that. It was pretty cool how she tried to blind her hate with hate on Snow and not herself. And it's, it's pretty heartbreaking when, you know, her father is like, oh, Regina, like, it's, it's really sad because it just shows you too that the arrow was going to point to someone she loves or someone she hates, and the person that she hates is herself, and that kind of that kind of sucks. Like, damn, that was deep. I want to ask a question though. Did did the arrow notch to who she could love the most, or did it go to her to her true love? Because there's been like debate in the. St- the, not the 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 once upon a time fandom that Robin Hood is her soulmate, but not necessarily her true love. Which I don't get what the hell the difference is, but there's some difference within this universe. So did it say true love, or did it say who she could love the most? I'm pretty sure it was uh, the true love thing. Or I'll Daniel be honest, I don't just... remember the exact words. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I need to go back. Up. Yeah, well, either, something was up. Either way, I think the the producers have said that Robin is her true love, um, so we can be we can be okay with that. It just it I think just the reason why the fandom is like so stuck on the words is well, obviously because this is this is a show about true love, but also they specifically said that Robin was her soulmate. Like, they never specifically said true love with Robin Hood. So it's probably the writer's fault that, you know, there's this whole debate anyway. Yeah, I mean, it's the same thing with, like, Hook and Emma. Like, Neil wasn't her true love. You know, it was actually Hook. So I would say the same things for Outlaw Queen. It It doesn't diminish the love they had before. You know, like, she did love Daniel. I mean, her love for Daniel drove her to become like this. So it, it's powerful. And that's why that's why they say love is a powerful thing. Because it can make you, you know, crazy in love. Or it can eventually destroy you because of how intense it was. Um, not to mention, Korra was, like, the worst influence on Regina ever. So I feel like Regina's evilness didn't come from just her. It came from... Um, from Rumpel, it came from Cora. Like they fed into that hate, and it just—that's who she became. So, and for what she became, she hated, and she really didn't look at herself in the mirror. Aside from her looks, like she didn't really look at herself until that arrow hit the mirror. Like I think that's what the message was. Like when you won't really look at yourself. So uh, that was pretty powerful. I thought the whole arc of it was kind of filler 
But I like you, Henry. Henry, why well, I called you Henry? Like you, Jeffrey. Dun, I dun, really dun, like, dun, dun, dun. I like seeing uh, Papa Henry. He's so he's so sweet. He's so he's just there for his daughter, even though he knows she's going down a really terrible path. But he's trying to help best he can. Um, so that that makes him like I'm just so sad that how how he's dead and. You know, Cora was just a hoe. Like I hate it. I hate Cora. Oh my god. Um, I'll ne- I hate her as much as I hate Zelina. Like they're all like the- that is her mother. Like I feel like Regina was n- was like probably not Cora's daughter. Seriously. Um. So yeah, just the ending was great. The arc was whatever. And like you, Priscilla, I was disappointed with not enough Tinkerbell. Yeah. And a correction from me, this episode was probably recorded around December-ish. Uh, because of the, they do the three-month break, it, it, it just, it, it was a long time ago. So so maybe iZombie was still filming at around that yeah, time. I zombie, yeah, iZombie, the Insta didn't stop saying that iZombie stopped filming until the end of January. So yeah, they were still filming. Yeah. And hence all the snow everywhere. I'm not talking about Snow White. Yeah, I was just kind of like, is that? That's not a snow machine, right? That's what actual snow looks no, that like. No, that's sorry, like I'm real. Texas. Like, we don't, yeah. we don't know what the hell snow looks like as it's fallen to the ground. Yeah, no, that was but... real. Okay. So let's get into present day Storybrooke, USA. And we're just going to go in on the shorter storyline, because I feel like we're going to get a lot of discussion on that, because the internet certainly did have a lot of discussion about it. So, we have Hook, and um, he's at the docks, and, he, and, and Nemo approaches, and Nemo's like, you know, we're going to be leaving, you know, it's time to go... And uh, as he's sort of saying his farewell to Hook, and, and, and Nemo's like congratulating him for like doing basically what Nemo had suggested a long time ago, that he needs to find a family and that kind of thing. Um, Hook admits to Nemo about uh, keeping a secret from Emma about his past, how his past has come back to haunt him, and how he's built up this family, but this... Uh, secret could ruin the family that he's created and nemo basically tells hook that he should ask for forgiveness i mean he basically has two choices ask for forgiveness or keep the secret to himself forever and nemo's like you know all that torment of keeping the secret will drive you insane you know you should ask for forgiveness you deserve forgiveness you've changed so much and so hook listens to the advice but he he appears not to take it because we see Hook struggling with the idea of uh, telling the truth, uh, you know, confessing uh, his sins. We see him with um, the, uh, remember the dream catchers? Well, the dream catchers are back and he's looking at the memory, the memory of uh, killing uh, Charming's father and he, it seems as if he's ready to burn the uh, Dreamcatcher when all of a sudden Emma catches him. And uh, Emma basically is like, hey, Hook, that's, that's Charming's father. Did you? Is this what I'm seeing? And, and Hook 
is basically like, I, you know, I was going to tell you, but I wasn't certain. And uh, the interesting part of this is that Emma wasn't necessarily mad about the secret. She, he, she was more angry about him covering up his crime, like that he was going to, I'll be honest, I don't know if, if what the Dreamcatcher thing means. Like, I guess if he burns it, the memory is erased from him. Like, does anybody remember the Dreamcatcher? Like, what the rules are for that? No, they brought that in, and I was like, I forgot everything! I know, it's, it seems our dream catchers were burned. No, it's... the That bit? I know I that's remember. from Dark Swan, and she had collected their memory so that they wouldn't remember that yeah, she was the Dark yeah. Swan. But yeah, yeah. if you have a memory in there and you burn it, it erases? I yeah. think it's that, because... The, he, she she kept all of them to give it back to them at some point. Yeah. She could have just like destroyed them and thus destroyed the memory entirely, but she never did. Yeah, yeah, that all of that. And then yeah. Hook became his own dark one too, so he probably had access to those too. So he has his own. That just makes me wonder: Does Hook still have residual magic then for him to be able to like collect his memory into a dream catcher? Because from what I remember, like with the Pongo bit. Only Emma could look inside and, and see Pongo's memories with the Dreamcatcher because she had magic, and they just figured that out. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's what Brittany said, and he had collected memories when he was Dark Hook? Yeah. I don't know. Or, or, or he could have just... No, I mean, like, he had those things, too, for uh -huh. himself, but he doesn't have any memory in them yet. Like, he just has them, like, stored somewhere, but now he has a memory he wants to get rid of. Like that, maybe? Plot hole. Listeners. Because otherwise, otherwise he wouldn't have remembered when he saw the picture when August gave it to him. So yeah. he Li had the memory with him. Listeners. But now he was trying to get rid of it. Listeners, tweet Adam and Eddie. Or I think Adam is the one that's on uh, Twitter. Tweet him and ask him. And I'm sure he will explain. So, okay. So Emma is more so disappointed in Hook for covering up the crime basically whether he was going to burn his memories or whatever he was going to do she's more disappointed in him for that and uh, so earlier in the episode there was like a nice little moment where emma shows snow the ring and that kind of thing but the ring comes back at this moment because emma clearly upset by uh, the deception and the covering up of the crime she returns hook's engagement ring and and basically is like you know when you're ready to deal with this and to trust me you know we need to stop keeping secrets from each other you know you can give this back to me and so later on we see hook is is um ready to to go and, and to leave on the nautilus but snow arrives in the snow and um uh, she ends up uh telling hook uh, what uh had happened basically in the main storyline which we'll get to in a moment and uh she was like you know the evil queen was able to find a happy ending and he was like really the evil queen a villain can get a happy ending and so even though he had collected his things from the Jolly Rogers, and, and and he sort of lied to Snow in the sense saying that he was just collecting his things from, or something from the Jolly Roger that he wasn't necessarily leaving. After learning about this, you know, he gets the idea of like, well, maybe he can have a second, third, fourth, 
fifth chance or something like that. Maybe he, as a former villain, he could finally have a happy ending. And so he ends up going on the Nautilus, and uh, after, like earlier, he had told Nemo that he was considering leaving with him because of uh, the engagement being uh, canceled and uh, him not... uh, ready to to tell the truth and whatnot he ends up going to nemo and and telling him that no um he feels that he can have a second chance and that he's not going to join them on their voyage across the sea but then something happens and the submarine starts submerging and it turns out that gideon had ordered the sub out of Storybrooke in order to get Hook out of the way for his plans for Emma. A magical torpedo. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yes. So, let's hear it. Captain Swan people, tell me what you thought of this. I know Brittany like, threw something at her TV because she's been very frustrated that all of her shows... There have been engagements in one episode, and then they get canceled in the next. Yes. At this point, it should be a, its own trope. Yes, it's, it's either an engagement, or it's or it's people. Exactly, or yeah. people getting in relationships because of a secret, and then they break up in the next episode. Yeah. I'm yeah. Gonna, you know, if you're gonna write some angst, write it in a way that makes sense and that's beautiful and you love to you love to feel pain you know where you're, oh you're mixing pleasure and pain at the same time but it doesn't matter that it's all mixed up because you're eating you're eating it up you like it sounds it's like a rihanna me. song read some red room 50 shades of gray shit there yeah, i know it was part, like rihanna's snm song it's it's part of being a fangirl i mean you love the bad and you love the good but the bad doesn't have to go all the way to terrible which is what this is i mean We've had Captain Swan already for like, what, three seasons since it's been canon? It's been a while and we've had our fair share of will they, won't they, then they will, and then now they're getting engaged. And it's, they can have some, you know, uh, problems, you know, some disagreements, but it doesn't have to be so crazy like this. And what I guess what makes me upset is that he was going to tell her the truth and then it just flew by it torpedoed in his face yeah and then this episode the very next episode he's wondering if he should tell her and i'm just here like you were going to so go do it you know like i i know it it sucks but the, the fact like how archie was telling him you know the fact that you want to despite what might happen that makes you a better person i was waiting for that to happen so all the angsty captain hook stuff in this episode you would think I'd like it, but I was just really annoyed. I just wanted him to hurry up and go talk. And, and I think Emma, too, was a little bit mean in this episode. I just did not Ooh. like their their angst in this. I, she, It's like, I understood where she was coming from, but at the same time, I'm like, girl, you thought he was proposing when you had the ring. Like, you kind of did this, too. <laughs> like, oh, gosh. Lame. You know, I didn't, I didn't like that. I had a lot of uh, feelings about how... She had the ring on her, but she thought he was proposing when he didn't have the ring. That didn't make any sense to me. That was, like, really, really bad writing. But uh, I didn't enjoy that. I wanted this to be over with. Um, I was hoping that he wasn't going to 
have a problem telling her. I thought he was going to have a problem telling the Charming. That's what I wanted him to get through. And maybe that would help everything out. But I guess he had to tell Emma. And then Emma would be there with him when he would tell the Charming. So mm -hmm. I'm like, man, this is going to take, this is going to be quite an arc. So um, I just, I wasn't a big fan of it. And it made me sad. It, it really made, it really dragged the episode, in my opinion. And that's mm -hmm. me coming from that. That's coming from a Captain Swan shipper. Like I'll go down with this ship. This doesn't mean I stop shipping them. It just means this is probably the worst arc for them, mini arc or whatever you want to call it. That I that that, that I'm that we're experiencing right now. I don't like it at all. Interesting. See, I I didn't like the execution of it. Like I really don't like mm -hmm. that they are dragging it out and like the whole Gideon of it all was very annoying uh, although I, I mean I like that he's like stirring the pot so that makes him interesting to me but I hate that he had to stir this pot because it, it's it's a pot that has been stirred enough and like they really yeah. need some sort of uh, like uh, not closure because because uh, a proposal isn't closure but th they need some sort of um, forward movement maybe that's the right word yeah and the thing that where I saw it a bit as a positive is the fact that she wasn't this is gonna sound wrong but she wasn't mad that he killed her grandfather like <laughs> she was mad that he was like covering it up in a sense like whatever you want to call whatever he was doing with the dream catcher like he was going to do something where maybe like he just didn't want to have to deal with the truth and she was more disappointed in that which i, I commend her for that because if this was like any other season or maybe even any other show or maybe even an earlier season of this show, like she would have been more mad and, and maybe she should be that, that he killed her grandfather in a sense. But she was that trusting enough to, I guess, maybe understand that he was a different person and, you know, may, um, she might be like, you didn't know who he was. And so, you know, she, she's certainly very understanding about that. And, uh, yeah, so I, I kind of saw that as a bit of a positive in, in a sense that she was more annoyed with the cover up, which made me made it seem like this storyline would end a little bit sooner. But then obviously he had to try to cover it up, which extends the storyline in a very painful kind of way. I know. Well, it is her house, so she can go to oh, her yeah, house wherever she wants. But oh, I know what you mean. I'm like, yeah, come like on. Really, right? There. And then it's like, Hook, really, in the house where you two live in? Like, it, it was a lot of dumb decisions here. Like, it was... Yeah. It, it's not like he can start a fire in the Jolly Roger for me. <laughs> well, there, that's two. Could have been somewhere else. I mean, everyone is... Granny's bathroom. Everyone be doing shady stuff at in Storybrooke. So, like, he could have... He could have done some stuff, like... But was, was he really not paying attention at the time he was doing it? Like, okay, Emma's going to be at work from, like, 1 to 5. Okay, I have all this time to do that, but no. Knock, 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 Regina. <laughs> May I use your fireplace for a little bit? I tried using golds, but gold automatically kicked me out because he's looking for his son. Like, this that... No, Brittany, no. Like, it's usually, usually I agree with, like, your 
we we need to inject some logic in this shit, but not this time. Like he's just he's just desperate and looking for a way to burn his memories. And I know, hey, but that's the worst time fine. ever. If you're covering up something, you got to be smart about it. And he definitely was not smart about it. But Emma has a weird knack for like the past two episodes of like coming out at the randomest times. So uh, it's just been it's all over the place. Like I said, I just didn't like how it was coming out. But I was happy that at the end of the episode, he's like, "Okay, I'm going to do it. And I loved it because you know what? He did need some time to think about it, think weigh his options and, you know, come up with the right thing. Running away wasn't the right way. And he said it himself. I'm done running away. And I'm like, good for you. Yes, finally, let's go. Let's get this. Let's get this party started. Let's go and then fucking but then he's, Gideon. He's forced to run away. Yeah, fucking Gideon. That's why I'm putting emphasis. Fucking Gideon. I'm done with your dad and I'm done with you. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Not no, gonna lie, that that no. scene at the end with Emma, like I guess w- expecting him to be there. Yeah. And like waiting for him, that was like really sad. Like she looked like pitiful. Like she needed a hug at that time. Uh Okay. I have things to say about this 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 part of the arc of the episode. Um we're all scared. <laughs> I'm just going to start off with I appreciated the first chat with Nemo. I liked that he gave him sound advice that he's kind of been like the father figure to Hook since his episode and continuing on to this one being like either you ask for forgiveness or you learn to accept what you've done like to live with the memories that you have but either way my advice would be is to seek forgiveness it's sound advice and really good advice but he continue he, he continues to like not want to deal with things which sucks because what i lauded last episode about is that he deals with his issues by wanting to accept things and we didn't get that this episode. We, in fact, we got the exact opposite of it. He wants to run away from things, to erase things from his memory entirely. So he doesn't he doesn't actively have to think about it, and he doesn't have to seek forgiveness. Win-win! And I loved the fact that Emma came up to him and is like, that's David's father. That's like kind of shying away from the fact that he's her grandfather because... She doesn't see him that way. She never grew up with him that way. How would she know that, though? To be quite honest. Like, how would she instantly recognize him? Because I'm just now thinking about that. Like, how do you know that's Charming's father? No idea. Family resemblance? No freaking clue. Like, I don't know. But she... Because she said it with, like, like, she knew. Like, it would have been different if she said, Is that David's father? But she said, that's Mm -hmm. David's father. Yeah. Plot hole. (laughs) But in any case, like, I appreciated that she said, no, we're a couple. What I don't like is that we're not dealing with things together. I don't want to be like Mary Margaret and David and that we keep secrets from each other. And, like, it blows over. Did you just shade the charmings? I shaded the charming from last season. What the hell? That was awful. But um, that's that's what she wants. Like, and that's really what a relationship is. Both working together. Both like when one is weak, the other one has to be strong for that person. And I loved that 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 debate, that diatribe that they had. But what pissed me off is that 
like Hook's form of cowardice. Like it's the thing that he hates the most seeing in like Rumple, and he just did it himself. And then he does what like is the lamest shit ever. Like was I, I enlisted in the navy, or like I went to, to to hang out with Nemo, and I decided to run away from my problems again. He found Nemo. Yeah, this, oh, god damn it. And Nemo's like, well, sure, whatever, dude. If you wanna, if you if you we want, want you to... as a new recruit. Yep, and it sucks because like you have been proven this person's true love. You, she went to hell for you. You went back through time for her. Like you, you both love each other so much, and for you to just run away from your problems, what the fuck is wrong with you? This yeah. isn't the hook I know. This is just to make angst for the sake of it. And I, he, it had to take a talk from mary margaret for him to like leave that ledge for him to take his little backpack back to the jolly roger and go talk to nemo like it's so pathetic and well, I, don't I don't expect that from his character i don't think it was just the talk from mary margaret i really don't because we're gonna get into the evil queen stuff so i really don't want to open that can of worms yet but i i it was in my opinion because of what happened with the evil queen, which we will be discussing in a moment. So I'm trying not to open that can yet, but I feel like that in my opinion is the reason why things changed because he realized he was very hard on himself throughout the entire episode of like, he's a villain and maybe he's never going to get a happy ending. And while, yeah, it was just like a talk with Mary Margaret, but that, that talk was important because he realized that, villains can get a happy ending because like that has been a theme throughout the entire series like even after regina changed so much like she was still worried like she you know i'm a villain will i ever get my happy ending it seems like i'm never gonna get my happy ending so i think that's like at least like the the thing that clicked with him that made him realize you know what i can get my happy ending what am i doing i'm like ruining my happy ending i need to go back and uh basically uh take ownership for for what i did i think i, I don't know maybe i i read it no, differently I, I i see where you're coming from with that but it's just it bothers me that you've gone through so much with this person and i completely agree with emma if you if you're not that person if you're not that person that trusts me that we're both going to work on this together i think it's also like a big point of contention to her considering the dark one debacle it's all about how she kept a secret from him and how mm -hmm. like he yeah. lashed out at her later. Like it's a bit, it's a sore point. It happened within that very like part in front of the door in that house. Like, so they have bad memories there. And for her, no, like, they need to buy a condo. They they need to they need to sage that place. I don't know something because that's that's some bad juju, but. Man, oh, and then fucking Gideon. I, I am reiterating what Brittany says. Fucking Gideon. I'm so over your little, I have daddy issues, I have mommy issues, and I just want to be better. Like, ah, oh, like the cherry on top of that shit Sunday. Mm -hmm. Fuck. I'm just, that that whole, I, I throw my heads up in the air. I don't, I don't know what to do. <laughs> the only, the, the person I feel the saddest about is Captain Nemo. Because he was like, pulled up and down like i don't know like a hooker's thong or something when they're just kind of like hey are you coming on the ship no you're not are you coming on the ship no you're not like poor guy he, he just, just wanted to go on his voyage i know yes. right 
I'm not here for your like for your relationship drama. I'm trying to get these carton of apples inside of the Nautilus. So I don't know what's wrong with you. Yeah, like at the at that point, like I was. This Those were our apples part. that we used to rate. Just an FYI. Yeah, like I just I was so done with the episode. Like even you know we're gonna get into Regina stuff, and that's gonna be a little bit better. Um, I was just so done. I was so done because I fell for the writer's trick, you know, where he's like, I'm going to do the right thing. And Gideon's like, no, you're not, because I'm a... I love how you're sounding like a Hanna-Barbera cartoon. A what? Hanna-Barbera? Oh, Lord, really? You sounded like Huckleberry Hound, for those that know who he is. I don't know who that is, but yeah. Uh, Cartoon Network from the 1990s. It was great. uh, I was born in the 90s, so I don't remember. I know. (laughs) It's sad. Dating. Hashtag she. <laughs> um, yeah, I was just done. Like, Gideon, I was all interested in his story, but now I just know he's some tortured soul that d- never really grew up, and now he's in a 28-year-old man's body, and he's being a little bitch. Like, I, I'm i I'm done. I'm yes. so done. Like, I, I'm done. First of all, G- you know what Gideon is? You're getting... You're getting into my Captain Swan. Like, I'm done with you. 100% done. Gideon is the physical manifestation of that meme. You can't have nice things. Yes. Yeah. Also because he's a little bitch. Well, also, getting into the preview, I want to see a reunion of, like, Disney princesses and Captain Hook against this stupid little fucker. Like, I, 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 yes. I'm interested. I'm interested in how this is all gonna like play out, and I do want to know what Gideon's gonna do that that's so crazy that Captain Hook cannot be there because that's what he said at the end of the the scene. He's like, "I'm sorry, but I'm gonna do something, and you can't be there to stop me." So I, I want to know what that is. I want to know the second way he's going to defeat Emma since the first way didn't work. So. Yeah. Well, damn. I still hate him, though. Yes. All <laughs> right, that's noted for the record. Okay, okay. so let's get into the major storyline in uh, present-day Storybrooke, USA, and it has to deal with the Evil Queen. So the Evil Queen brings uh, Wish Robin back into the town, and he's like, I want to go to New York. And she's like, really? And... Um, She's like, no, what you really want is to return to the Wish Realm. But uh, she will uh, grant his wish to go back to the Wish Realm if she helps him. And he's a thief, so she needs some thievery. And he, she asks him to dig up an item in a grave in the woods. And while he's digging up, she's like checking him out, which I thought was interesting. But anyway, um, as that's happening, Regina and Zelina visit Emma and Snow, and they, they learn that Hook proposed to Emma. There's a nice little congratulations hug and all that kind of stuff. And uh, they inform Snow and Emma that the Evil Queen has escaped, and she's probably figured out a way to return to her uh, physical human form. And so, yeah. So, in the woods, uh, Robin's shovel hits a metal box, and inside the box are the Shears of Destiny, and the Evil Queen reminds us what that is. You can, uh, you can cut 
yourself from your fate and uh there you go and so what she wants to use the shears for is that she can separate her fate from regina's and not only that but she plans on destroying regina and storybrooke because why not and so henry ends up going to his house to look for the author's pen but the evil queen has already stolen it and um, she took it so that henry could not be tempted from writing her out of existence or interfering with whatever she's trying to do with regina and henry basically tells her that he wanted to use the pen to help her you know to move towards her redemption and the evil queen doesn't believe him and um th there's a moment where henry tells her that you know I, you are my mom like you know and and the evil queen is surprised like you see me as your mom and uh the evil queen then gives henry a note to deliver to regina and uh she also tells him that uh, no matter what anyone else says that she loves him and so uh, the note that the evil queen sent regina is page 23 with a uh, written message on it that tells her to uh, head on over to the mayor's office and to come alone for their final showdown so let's pause right here for a moment and let's discuss what's happened so far with the evil queen and the shears and that nice little moment between regina and emma finding out that she's engaged and and to henry and the author's pen oh my god zelina is such a badass i fucking love how much of a comadre she is she's the one that figures out like oh my god shiny you're engaged and ah, uh, like man I ship whatever. Like, I ship Captain Swan. I ship Swan Queen. Like, just as long as it's not, like, re weirdly incestuous. Like, I pretty much ship whatever. But, um, so people gift the crap out of Regina looking, like, kind of disappointed when Emma's, like, engaged. But that's, that's another story. Like, they're pretty gifs. But, Man, I felt bad for her. Like she, she probably like looked sad because she doesn't get anything in life. Not like not only does like the person that she loved the most like isn't there anymore. There's a facsimile of him out there who is just hurting her. Who isn't him? Just reminds her that the one she loves is gone. There's a copy of her out there that's all of like her worst features walking around. Like. Just Regina has a shitty life. Regina's life is suffering. And man, like I just I felt bad for her. I I loved that she congratulated Emma, but just there was like this hidden bank of sadness in her. And I don't know, like I hated the I, like I loved the the dynamic between semi-evil Robin and evil queen. Like she made him dig up dirt, not because, not because she couldn't do it herself, but just because a little work never hurts anyone. She probably likes seeing his button jeans like moving around stuff. Like it's 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 a nice feature. I just 
the evil queen is fun and Regina is sad. And I was hoping that that dynamic would keep staying, but obviously, like, throughout the rest of this episode, we kind of see something different. See, I completely read the uh, Regina and Emma proposal scene completely different. Like, I thought, I, I was really proud of Regina because of her growth, that, that she congratulated Emma, and I thought she looked genuinely happy for her. So I maybe I have to go back and reread the scene from a swan queen fan point of view but i i thought that that scene showed tremendous growth um for regina you know especially because she had been through a lot and you know she congratulated emma on her happiness i don't know Brittany, what did you think of basically the storyline up to this point Well, as for the engagement part, I thought that was really, I thought it was nice because I feel like there hasn't been that much happy news lately in the town. So it was, it was nice, but at the same time, I know it's tainted. So I was like, well, I know why I'm not happy, but I know tainted why love, baby. happy. Yeah, there you go. Um, and I love that Snow was really happy. That, that line that she says where... Um, where Emma tells her, like, yeah, I didn't expect this. And she's like, well, if it helps, I did. And I was like, oh, that's cute. That's well, adorable. yeah, she's, she's Hope. Hopey yeah. uh, She's Hope Snow personified. White. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what she I will is, always so. find you. Yeah. So that was adorable. And even Henry. I thought Henry would have, was having, like, a resting bitch face in the background when uh, Emma was oh my gosh. To, to both of them. But actually, he was like, no, I'm so excited, Mom. And I was like, oh, okay, then that was just me. Um. So everyone's happy, and then the Regina thing. I saw there there is a hint of sadness in Regina, but like you said, Jeff, um, like previously in uh, what was it? Was it last year? Whenever that happened, where uh, Emma brought Maid Marion and just like caused the whole thing to go crazy at the beginning of the series. Oh gosh! And and um, Regina's like, why can't I have my happy? Like you know that take that and like. You know, compared to this, you know, she really has come a long way. But I also do feel for her. I'm just, I'm so sad that we didn't even get a glimpse of what she could have. And I feel like later, as you talk about this storyline later, I feel like she still didn't get the closure we thought she was going to get with Robin. With the way she got closure with, with the evil queen, but not, I felt like not with Robin, if that makes sense. So it's a little jumbled and weird, but, um... It was pretty good, and I did like that Evil Queen was making uh, Robin, uh, you know, dig. That was pretty funny. Everybody was talking about that, too. That was, like, a theory going around that um, that they were going to be a thing, and it looks like we got a hint of that at the beginning, and then it ends up being exactly that, which I'm also not really fond of either, uh, but I'll talk about that later. Well, let's start getting into that direction. So the evil queen has Robin in the mayor's office. And I love this because she has these like magical ropes and she has his like his um, hands tied together. And then obviously he's a thief. He can escape. And so he escapes from his hands tied together. But then all of a sudden the rope is now 
tying his feet together and then when he you know takes it from his feet it goes back up to his hand and he's like what and she's like hello magic rope but i thought that was a neat effect and and just something awesome that we've never seen before and so this is where the evil queen basically gives a lot of exposition and she's going to use the shears to destroy regina and um you know she's gonna you know remove uh the the fate that links them and all this kind of stuff and robin's there basically kind of like the the audience basically telling her you know this is gonna fail like this isn't gonna work but um they the uh the evil queen and regina do end up having their face-to-face regina arrives and she finds robin in uh, the chair tied up but it, it's just uh, smoke and mirrors the it's the evil queen there and uh, she basically shows her the shears and regina puts two and two together and uh, so they end up i don't really even know how to call what this is um i i guess they're a physical manifestation of their fate appears between them linking them and uh, the evil queen uses the shears to snip the fate energy force field thing i guess that's that's the best way to describe it right everyone matt i i felt sad that like they said one thing I can agree on, and I'm like, oh, you guys are going to merge now since you agreed. <laughs> and no, uh, no. No. So the fate has been snipped, and this allows the evil queen to basically be completely independent of Regina. And uh, it also allows them to battle each other. So it's a tete-a-tete with uh, queen versus queen. And they start off with swords, and um, each one at some point gets overpowered by the other. Um, you know, one's get, one gets tossed into the mirror, the other one gets tossed over here and over there. And as they're fighting, and, and the evil queen, like, taunting Regina, like, I am the stronger one, and all this kind of stuff, Regina finally manages to overpower the evil queen, and she, like, Binds her against a pillar on the wall and, and all this kind of stuff. And uh, Regina e- even like gets to the point of like pulling the heart out of the evil queen. And she's ready to crush it. But then she looks down at the shattered mirror. And she gets a flashback to when she saw the Cupid arrow um, shattering the mirror. And her seeing who she hates the most. And that's when Regina stops. And uh, she says, you know, she's going to finally do, like, the bravest thing that either of them could do. And that is to choose love over hate. And uh, then Regina ends up pulling her heart out. The interesting contrast is that the evil queen's heart is fully dark. Uh, Regina's heart is is bright red and she merges the hearts enough so that 
some of Regina's love and goodness gets transferred over to the Evil Queen's darkness, and some of the Evil Queen's darkness transfers over to Regina's heart. She places both hearts back, and she says something to the gist of, you know, you are good and bad, I am bad and good, and, uh, you know, we, we are one, uh, you know, we, 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 we are, basically, she accepts her evil queen-ness, basically, and, um, they, like, the evil queen, when she gets the heart back, it, it's like, as if she, kind of like Cora back many seasons ago in season two when she got her heart back like she had that moment where like love finally you know went inside of her being and uh, the evil queen has a moment like that and uh, basically they agreed to bury the hatchet and uh, the evil queen confesses the truth that she did send robin away back to the wish realm where he wanted to go and uh, they have a nice little moment where they, they talk about like themselves and, and, and their past as well as their future. And uh, the Evil Queen is, is very uncertain of her future. Cause she doesn't know what to do now. Now that she has, uh, like, now that she no longer has, I guess, that hatred in her heart. And so. Uh, Regina has an idea with the help of Henry. Uh, they head on over to the diner, and Henry is going to write a new chapter, a, a fresh start for the Evil Queen. But before Henry does that, there's a nice moment between the Evil Queen and Snow White where basically the Evil Queen apologizes to Snow for everything that she's done. You know, for the most recent... Uh, thing to to everything else and there is also a little bit of exposition about the um the the current sleeping curse predicament of the charmings and how uh the evil queen sort of pointed regina into the right direction of how they can uh, break that curse and uh th there's even like a neat little moment from Zelina where she's like how can we trust her like you heroes are always so trusting like you know you know you know what villains are but the evil queen comes out and sort of proves herself to everyone else especially after apologizing to snow for the umpteenth time but it looked as if snow was really touched by by it and so henry ends up exactly writing it to the book you know and the evil queen you know goes to a land where she can get a fresh start and we see that the Evil Queen has been sent to the Wish Realm and back right in front of the tavern where we saw Regina many flashbacks ago not enter to speak to the man with the lion tattoo. And so the, the Queen enters the tavern and Robin's like, are you not, you're going to kidnap me again? And uh, she's like, no. And she basically says that her plan didn't work, that she had a change of heart, and uh, that she'd like a fresh start. And so she offers to buy him a drink. And uh, he's like, no, this is my realm, so I will buy you one. Now, the thing that I kind of laughed at for a moment 
after this happened was you send the evil queen to a realm where Rumpelstiltskin wants to kill her. Which, that's kind of funny. But I'm hoping that... Where Henry wants to kill her. Well, yeah, a lot of people, like, don't want the evil queen. I'm hoping that because Henry wrote that she's getting a fresh start, that that somehow rewrites everyone's feelings towards her, in a sense. Because he is an author and he does have powers. So I'm hoping that that fresh start does mean a fresh start, per se. But anyway, let's get everyone's take on uh, Regina, the Evil Queen, their final battle, and uh, the Evil Queen's happy ending. Brittany, we'll start off with you, since uh, Priscilla went first in the flashback. <coughs> okay, <laughs> we're, we're ready for a term paper now. Of course. Um, Alright, so we're here. Episode 14. Um, I would say a little more than halfway done with the series. With the series. Wow. With the Ooh, season. Ooh, is that foreshadowing? Oh my god. With the season. And we finally have a wrap on the Evil Queen storyline. So, like we were talking about, we had a lot of theories on how this was going to go down. Especially how it was going to end. More so than what the Evil Queen would do to our heroes and what she would do personally to Regina. Because I felt like the Evil Queen was on a mission here. She wanted to get the revenge on the Charmings and she also wanted to hurt Regina. You know. So it was a lot of stuff to do. You know, we even had some really. It was a lot of moments. stuff to do. It was a lot of stuff to do in 14 episodes, you know, even though she was gone for some of them, but she's been here all season, so um, it feels good for it to wrap up. It was more about Regina um, being able to accept both parts of herself because in this show, you got you got to look at this show in the context of what it is. It is a fantasy um, fairy book, fairy book, fairy tale book. TV show yes, so a lot of things book. that we that a lot of things that we find that aren't right or weird you know doesn't really make sense in this show to an extent to an extent so well, the way this wrapped up it was okay it's fine I'm glad Regina is okay with herself and I love that because that's what the flashbacks tied into especially when they have that talk after their fight or like at the very end of their fight where she's like you know what I used to hate you but now I don't I love myself that is a really great message. I mm -hmm. love that. That was perfect dialogue, perfect ending. So what I thought she was going to do was merge the hearts together. Or when she hugged her, they were going to merge together. Because I feel like that makes more sense than having the Evil Queen be a separate entity. And get to have the happy ending that Regina doesn't even have. That blows my mind. That doesn't make any sense to me. And why does Robin too get a happy ending when he's a little dick too? So I, I just I was not happy with that. Like in the end, the evil queen did the worst thing because if we're gonna assume that she was a separate entity, uh, entity, she gets everything that Regina didn't. And 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 she gets a fresh start. Okay, Regina kind of had that, and she also gets a chance at love. Um, and more than likely, we can assume she's gonna get the happy stuff and I'm like well, what about Regina she just said she loved herself you know I just I didn't I don't like that that plot point 
for the writers. I thought they could have gone really easy and just let them merge together. And that would have been Regina truly embracing both parts of herself. Um, so that, that was just, I did not like that. But um, I thought it was very touching, though, that she gets to hug um, Henry and even Snow and her have an exchange of words. That was great. And then they could have merged. I'm still, I'm still not going to let that go. I feel like that was the easiest way out and it would have made sense. That I there's completely no, there's no, agree with yeah, you. There's, there's no way in real life, I, you know, in real life that you can get, you can separate <laughs> the worst parts of yourself, you know. And Wait, so you once upon a time it. is real life? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. No, but that's kind of the message they give you aside from the good one that, you know, you accept yourself and um, you can be better and, you know, stuff like that. But they also let the evilest part of herself um, get the happy ending and get to start anew. And I'm like, that doesn't that doesn't sit well with me when Regina's the one that deserves a lot of that stuff. Um, and they let her live, too. Like, I'm just kind of like, what? Instead of letting her live, let her merge back with herself. And it's more about Regina getting that redemption and acceptance than everyone else forgiving the evil queen. You know, and then her getting to go off with other Wish Realm Robin. I'm like, that doesn't seem like closure. And then Regina didn't even get to talk to Robin anymore. He just disappeared. Like, it felt really cheap. I did not like that. Um, And that's because I'm just really hard on the writers. I love Regina. So... It didn't feel right, especially with the episode where she finds out that Emma is engaged to Hook. But that doesn't end well either. So this was just <laughs> this just didn't make any sense for this episode. I, I it's probably a lot of my hate. Um, no, so. you're you're right. Like you're bang on in the money. Like just we all all of us thought that that she was going to accept herself and merge, mm-hmm. and we didn't get that. We got she accepts herself and thus that other side of her becomes whole and they are both two separate people. (sighs) And for a while, Henry had three mothers. That that was something out of all of this. Like though, I'm just going to say like, it's not fair that evil queen gets everything, but I can see why if like Robin is evil tinged with like a bit of good, back there and so is the evil queen mm-hmm. so they both kind of deserve one another because they're both shit people but it's still a happy ending yeah it was still a happy ending for him and I, I'm I also love the fact that Regina said if I didn't go through all of this I wouldn't have Henry I wouldn't yeah. have my family I wouldn't be here today so like that part really touched me I I I get where all of these other people come from that's like, but that means that like you're okay with all of this suffering and I'm and you're you're erasing the fact that you were an awful person. Like, no, I'm gonna disagree with all of that and say right out that you can have really bad moments in your life. You can have you can have done pretty bad things. But you're okay with the journey because it led you to your destination. It led you to something bright and happy. And I'm just waiting for Regina to have that happiness. She deserves it. And I felt that they could have handled this a lot better. That that 
she could have merged. Uh, there were like two or three times there during the hug, during the weird, like, weird energy thing between both of them. Like, I was expecting them to come back together. Then didn't happen. My favorite part of this, like, whole episode, though, was Zelina fucking telling them, like, uh... Why are you giving her a second chance? She doesn't deserve it. I'm like, they bitch, they just gave you a second chance. Um, you shouldn't let someone evil there. All they're gonna do is fuck you over. Um, you're evil and you're still there too. They and like, you're still like, doing stuff like that too. <laughs> I'm just like, dude, bitch, look in the mirror, go away. Like, yeah. Ah, uh, I don't know why Zelina says half the stuff she says, but it's funny because. She hasn't- she hasn't had her own arc at all this season. And for her being a... She is a serious regular, right? Yes, mm-hmm. she's a serious regular. She, and- what's her journey been? To bitch and be sassy? Like, <laughs> she does know? have an episode coming up. I'm just saying. But that's yeah. not an arc. That's an episode. That's not an arc. <laughs> that's an episode. Well, it's a full like, flashback and everything. Usually if you get a like flashback, Robin you get your arc. Yeah, Robin like, had Robin's a... Robin's gotten an arc. Like, he's oh. got more than one episode versus, yeah. like, Regina getting, like... Not Zelina had her arc at the beginning of the season, and then they've kind of left it be. She had remember she was being accepted by her sister, and then all of a sudden she wasn't because Regina blamed her for Robin's death. That was like two episodes. I thought that was like the evil out of like the twenty-two. Zelina was just like getting manipulated. Like that's all I heard. I thought it was, but like hmm. I mean, as in an arc, as in like I I would have to say a redempt uh, redemptive arc because. I mean, she hasn't done anything. She has like, like literally has done nothing to make up for being wicked or you know trying to be there for her sister. I mean, I guess in this episode she kind of did something, but she was more of sending you know sassy comments. She did nothing. <laughs> she sat down in the diner and fucking said sassy comments. And it's like, well, someone's taking care of my baby today. I'm just gonna be here talking trash. Like, yeah, she, yeah, wow. see, yeah, I. I, well, maybe, <laughs> I, I don't like her, but maybe now that everything is done with the Evil Queen or whatever, maybe now we're going to get some Regina and Zelina. Um, an art that we were promised at the beginning but didn't get because Regina was still grieving. And now that she is not and she's over it. Well, not over it, but she's better now and she can actually focus on re- uh, building a relationship with her sister. I hope it works this time because otherwise Zelina's been pointless. And Zelina needs to not be a little a little a little bitch either. She needs to you know really make this work. So. Yeah. I can agree with that. I mean, she she had a bit of what could be considered a redemptive arc last season. And then I thought that they would have continued that into this season. But then immediately out the gate, uh, Regina sort of turned on her. Because remember, yeah. they, they had moved in together, and they were going to be sisters. And then Regina still was in her feelings. And um, so that split them up. And then the evil queen and her had a lot of bonding this season. Which unfortunately, like my hope for that arc would have been that Zelina would have seen like the evil queen as someone she didn't want to associate with, which I guess she sort of did towards the end, but I wish that that would have been a little bit more clear. And like, she would have actually said something like, I prefer Regina over you. Cause then that would have 
I don't know, I, that would have, like, at least shown us that she's um, trying to be a little bit more good, but they never took advantage of, of that. So hopefully, I don't know, now that the Evil Queen is gone, you know, maybe they can pick up, I guess, wherever they left off, in a sense. Is, all of us are basically saying, like, now that that storyline's over, like, we... Well, none of us were happy we're with that storyline from out the gate. Like, we were bitching about that in the season finale that Regina split herself into two. So, I'm glad that the storyline's over. I, I mean, it was interesting for what it was, but this, for me, was not the ideal storyline to give uh, Regina. It's a collective sigh of relief, all of us. Yeah, I'm glad it didn't go throughout the entire season. I, you know, even though... It went up until episode 14. I mean, that's, like, long enough. I'm glad that she at least has eight episodes without the Evil Queen there. So, uh, any other final thoughts? Uh, I feel like we've discussed it enough. Well, I guess I never really gave fully my opinion on it. Yeah. Um, I didn't dislike it as much as all of you did in a sense like i i'll be honest i i was disappointed in what happened with their battle like i too i mean just you know preaching to the choir i would have liked to have seen them merge for me that just made the most sense it, like the whole thing kind of like how Brittany said you know you can't split yourself and then turn yourself into two people like that's just weird and then one of you go gets to have a happy end it's not even twin it's a part of you gets to go and have a happy ending and then you're just like oh okay it is it is very weird but yeah i think they kind of wrote themselves into a hole with the shears like i th like Pretending that I was in the writer's room, like, getting into their head, I feel like they, like, had an idea and they were like, we have to use these shears. Because, you know, we, we explained that Aladdin used them, but we never showed it. Like, we have to show what these shears can do. Because, I'll be honest, I don't think we're going to see the shears again. Like, I, I just don't. Like, what are we going to see the shears for? I hope for? so. Like, you say that now, but I'm betting that little bastard Gideon is going to find a way to get them and do something with them. Or like, maybe Rumple uses them for Gideon and that's how they de-age him or whatever we think it's going to happen to him. I would like that, but or we don't get nice things in this place. I know, like, right? I so, I don't know if we're, we'll see the Shears again. I hope that we don't just because I feel like they were just really invented for this scene, basically. They're a MacGuffin. Like, yeah. They really, they really are the definition of that. And so, like, they had to show us what the Shears can do. And so they showed us. And uh, I am happy for her happy ending just because of what I mentioned with Hook. Because Hook saw that a villain could officially get a happy ending. That's the only reason that I can somewhat accept that the Evil Queen was sent to the Wish Realm. And even though Robin wasn't really into Regina, but he's somehow going to really now be into the Evil Queen. Whatever. Like, she gets a happy ending, and if that's just an example that Hook can use to be like, Damn, I can have my own happy ending? Like, I need to stop with all of this baggage over my past. Like, finally I can be redeemed within myself. 
then I can accept that for what it was. I did like the nice scene between the Evil Queen and Snow, even though Snow and Regina kind of already had that before. I don't know, for some reason, because it's like the Evil Queen and it's the um, epitome of, and the physical manifestation of like all the evil that Regina was, I don't know, for some reason, I feel like maybe it it hits um snow like harder in the like the emotions because of that maybe and uh the other positive of the storyline is what Brittany said that moment where regina after seeing the flashback and seeing that she was the thing that she hated the most that she finally was like i don't hate you you know like you are me i i i i don't hate you i don't hate myself you know I accept you. Like, that moment was, like, really nice. It was very powerful. Yeah. Probably the most powerful thing in this episode, which saves it a little bit because it it is Regina, and it is uh, really nice to see her finally get here, which we all knew she was capable of, but it feels very satisfying that we finally got there. Yeah. It's almost as if this episode uh, brought, like, true redemption for Regina, and in to a lesser extent, uh, Hook, in a sense. At least, redemption within himself. I mean, obviously, he still has to own up to everything. And kind of like what Emma said, like, hello, this, these are the Charmings. Like, they forgive everybody. Like, you're going to be good. But he still needs to fess up and own up to his past. And once he does that, like, I, I feel like his redemption is is finally over. Like, he is a completely redeemed character which i look forward to so any final thoughts on regina the evil queen etc i'm glad we wrapped this up i'm ready to go to agrabah i I, i'm surprised henry still had his quill and i'm hoping that doesn't factor in because that's the other MacGuffin that just needs to go yeah, I'm glad it was. It was a cute little moment where Henry was like, "You just, you do still have my pen, right?" And <laughs> I liked it. Now it's time for the MVP, the most valuable player, the character that impressed you the most, and why. Uh, we know the rules. If someone mentions the character, you have to pick a different one. And uh, we'll start off with Priscilla since she was the most um, not sunshiny <laughs> about the episode. Um, I'm gonna give it to Captain Nemo, because that guy went through so much crap with Hook this episode between him, like him and his indecision, and that whole fatherly bit at the at the beginning with like the advice. That was really nice. Like that was a bright spot. It was either gonna be him or Zelina, just because like Zelina made me laugh, and Captain Nemo made me feel like happy that someone's giving him like correct guidance. But I'm in the end, giving it to Nemo. Brittany, who's your MVP and why? Ooh, you're letting me go. Ooh. Ooh, I know. I, you know, I, I could have been evil for a moment and I would have taken it because I have a feeling that we probably agree. But uh, I would love to hear what you have to say, Brittany. Okay. Well, of course, I'm going to pick Regina. I think this was her episode um, for seeing how far she's come in the flashbacks and in the present um and it was just really satisfying to see her get to this point we've been seeing her redemption 
for many seasons now, but I feel like we truly, truly got the closure on Regina's uh, inner conflict, inner uh, turmoil with her past self and how sometimes her past caught up with her as well. You know, when she was trying to be good and, you know, all of that has passed and now it's about truly loving herself and she finally, finally got there and I'm really happy for her. I I feel like we're going to have a more powerful Regina in the next couple episodes. So, Regina. I like it. And because this is the final time we can sort of cheat at this, yeah. I'm Go giving ahead. the MVP to the Evil Queen for all the reasons that you said in regards to Regina, and I want to add in props to Lana Barria for just the phenomenal work that she's done throughout the entire season of being the Evil Queen in the present day and Regina in the present day, and that fantastic work in this episode, that brief moment when Henry was like, you know, I, I love you, and and, uh, and then that other moment where he called the Evil Queen mom, like, just, like, her, like, just showing the emotion, in particular when, um, when Henry, w w like, told her that he loved her, and, and that kind of thing, like, that was just, it was just beautiful to see, because, like, you have this character who's, like, pure evil, and, and Henry's like, you know, there's good in you, I know it, like, that was, it was just beautiful, like, seeing her act to that as the evil queen, and then all those moments post the hearts melding and the sharing of the darkness and the light and that kind of thing, like, seeing a very different evil queen, like, Lana has done a fantastic job just, like, showing, like, different versions of Regina and the Evil Queen, and um, she was just amazing this episode. And also props to the special effects team, because even though we know that a lot of the times when the Evil Queen, and, and, I, and let me not say a lot of the times, all of the time when Regina and the Evil Queen are talking to each other, it's obviously Lana and a body double and it never really looked that way and that moment when they hug like I kept I like freeze framed it because I was like th there's got to be like some point where it looks like some sort of like crappy TV special effects type of thing but it was like beautifully done like you know when they went in for the hug like I was like wow how the hell did they do that because it just it looked like Lana hugging Lana. It was fantastic. So, just kudos to Lana, and just the growth of Regina, and even the, the growth that we saw with the, with the Evil Queen. It was just beautiful to see. So, from po positivity to rating the episode. And the reason that I did that segue is because Priscilla is going first. So, Priscilla... I'm scared to ask, but I must ask, on a scale from 1 to 10 apples, what would you rate this episode? And I know this will not count for you, or maybe even any of us this episode, but uh, if you do deem an episode greater than 10 apples, you may grant it the coveted golden apple. So Priscilla? I was going to originally give this episode two apples but after talking to you guys like i i saw little bits of redemptiveness in it so uh okay 
I was actually going to give it four apples after this, but you know what? No, five apples. Like you were, you, you tried your best. You, you tried to make this pass. It didn't happen. They're, they are not the best apples. They are the apples from the back of the cart. They are moldy. They <laughs> the are ones bruised. Nemo had. They have mealworms, but they are five apples nonetheless. Wow, that's an upgrade of three points. That's still pretty damn good. I feel like we did somewhat of a good job, Brittany. Oh, I wasn't trying to convince her. <laughs> okay, well, there you go. <laughs> All right. Well, Brittany, how would you rate this episode? How many apples? Is it a bushel? No. What is a bushel? There's I know. There... We, did, we, need, we did look it up at one point. It's more than ten. Oh, okay. So well, it wouldn't no. count for what we do, but you know yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. A bushel yeah. sounds nice, though. It does sound nice. But you know what? That's not what this episode was. It was not nice in in, in its entirety, although having some really strong moments, which is the entirety of my rating. My rating is a 4 out of 10. <laughs> um, oh my god! I'm not the Russian judge! Yes! You were, you were, you gave in. I didn't, because those four apples are legit, um, basically Regina's um, arc in what she goes through the, through the entire episode. Like, those are four shiny apples straight from Regina's uh, tree. I think she kept the one that was chopped episode. down. Yeah, the, she kept this episode interesting, and something to remember this episode is Regina. Like, if you're going to remember anything from this episode, it's Regina's arc and her self-love of herself. And that's something to take away from this episode, because I, I would probably never rewatch it. So yeah, 4 out of 10. Okay. Well, damn. Well, I'm not as low as both of you. Like, for me, my low episode was last week. Like, this episode was nowhere near as bad as last week's episode, in my opinion. I'm and I'm, I feel like I'm being too nice, but I, I love Regina. And uh, I, there, there was a lot more positive than negative for me. So I'm giving this eight apples for, for those reasons. Um, and I what? feel... Yeah... I didn't think it was hey, all that my bad. Apples are Regina too. My all my apples were for Regina. Everything yeah. else I didn't. I didn't like. think it was that bad. Nothing can compare to last week's episode, which was horrible. So, wow. yeah, I saw we, but uh, those are some juicy apples. Hey, I'm just saying. Hey, I get you. I love Regina too, and like she deserves all the credit. But honestly, it's just the four apples for her. <laughs> Well, there you go. My uh, extra four apples are for the evil queen, so that makes the eight. Well, there you go. It's still not a passing episode. It's five point sixty-seven, and it's still not no bueno, yeah. not good enough. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But last week's did rate lower, <laughs> so that's yeah, all that makes me true. that makes me happy. That's true. Okay, so speaking of uh, a pen that can write the future, Katie's not here, but she did leave her crystal balls with someone else, I believe. What? <laughs> I do. I mean, I do. I just I mix am... metaphors, but it sort of made sense in my head. Yes, Katie's balls, crystal balls, <laughs> are being held captive here. 
Um, I like how you said Katie's balls. <laughs> <laughs> did you realize you said that? Well, didn't you say crystal balls, or did you say crystal ball? I said her crystal balls, but you said Katie's oh. balls, so that's a whole other story. You took story. it a step further. Well, yeah, her crystal balls. I have them here. I have her balls. Okay, anyways. In your hot yeah. little hand. Yes. Oi. So, with that, guys, it's time to get a little spoilery. Let's dive into some spoilers for the upcoming episodes of Once Upon a Time. This is an official spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Don't forget, guys, uh, to also check out our official... Our facial. Wow. <laughs> Don't forget to check out our official Facebook like page by visiting facebook.com slash storybookweeklymirror. Just to let you guys know that don't forget that Katie also runs um, the storybook mirror on Tumblr. That is, you can visit that and you can get your updates, your BTS photos, um, whatever they got going on. But remember, it is a lot of spoilers and probably some major stuff. So if you're into that, like Jeff is, go ahead and visit them at um, storybrookmirror.tumblr.com. So that's where I follow. I follow them. I get the spoilers there too, and then I go and I rant to Katie and Jeff about the things I see. Yes, that's just the way. Don't I say am. them. It's Katie. Yeah, it's pretty much just Katie. Yes. <laughs> All right. So because Katie's not here, I did not want to steal her thunder too much with. All the spoilers that are floating around. Um, instead, I just have a simple tease for you guys for next week. And I'll give you guys something else so you can look up some spoilers from Katie herself. Um, I don't want to take away any of her thunder. This is her job. And I'm, and I'm going to be so bad that you're going to be asking for her. Okay? Okay. Good. So, next week's episode, which will be on Sunday, April second oh my god we're already in april that's crazy um that is insane uh we have episode 15 season six episode 15 called a wondrous place that makes me think we're gonna have a wonderful episode but with the way it ended in this previous episode i just i don't know but we'll see the official synopsis is or reads as when hook finds himself trapped in another realm Along with the Nautilus and her crew, he races to return to Emma before Gideon can execute the rest of his plan. In Storybrooke, Regina and Snow take Emma out to get her mind off Hook's disappearance. And in a flashback to Agrabah, oh, I guess it, (laughs) Jasmine befriends Ariel and together they set out to locate Prince Eric as a threat from Jafar intensifies. <gasps> we get Prince Eric back too? Oh! Ooh, Prince Eric. Man, man that, that sounds like a loaded, fun episode. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. We're getting the, the angst of, you know, continuing from this episode with the hook and trying to get back to Emma and Emma thinking he left. Although here it says Hook's disappearance. So I'm going to assume Emma doesn't believe that he's left her but that something has gone wrong i'm hoping Hopefully. it's that one i hope it's the latter yes and then i just said it i hope agravall was coming i didn't even read my own spoiler guys i i said agravall i, I want so more agravall we're getting it so 
At least there, there's no torpedoes. Yeah, you know what? Maybe it's not Katie's crystal balls. It's my crystal balls because I guessed it before I read it. So oh my gosh. Brittany, I'm, ho- I'm hoping that this episode means that like we'll get Hook back at the end of it and not the whole like, well, we're going to keep him away for the longest time and he'll come back like as the hero right in the nick of time. Like, no. See, I, 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 I want to see him quick. I wish Katie was here just because she would know when Tiger Lily comes on. And if, like, like what if Hook is away a little bit longer and that's where he runs into Tiger Lily as opposed to, like, her just magically have been in, like, Storybrooke all this time? Or maybe she's a stowaway? Ah, oh, I want to know when Tiger Lily's coming out, too. Yeah, Katie, why aren't you here? Yeah, I miss Katie, too. I don't like her. Oh, my gosh. Really. You don't like the person that's doing the spoilers right now? Yeah. Overthrow her. <laughs> oh, my good. gosh. Never pick her again. <laughs> um, that's pretty much the press release, and I like that we were talking about it. I think a lot of fun things can happen. We got the return of Ariel, the return of Prince Eric. We're going to Agrabah. I wanted to know what's been going on with Jafar. We're finally going to explore that. And I do hope that Hook gets out of this and he's reunited with Emma and they talk and then he talks to the Charmings and we get this over with. What episode I, are we on? Like, we did are, we just... We just saw 14 and this is for uh, 15. She's coming out in the 17th episode. Oh, okay. Oh, look at that. Oh. Did Katie send you a telegram? Yes, I uh, sent it to her. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I, I peeked a little bit into the crystal ball. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah, Brittany, do you let just bit. anybody look inside your crystal balls? Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, I had heard that. Well, I have a little something else. Not really. Well, not really. I just... Here is the ratings for uh, this uh, episode of Once Upon a Time. Great news. We were up from last week's serious lows. I guess people got out of their spring break. Um rut well i don't want to call that a rut because i enjoy spring break we um we once upon a time had a total of 2.9 million viewers uh for this episode as and a 0.9 in the demo so that sounds pretty good i'm gonna assume with that if we keep it steady for the next couple episodes we should get a renewal and if you guys want to be a part of that because we have no renewal news yet um every sunday when you're watching the episode, you know, make a Twitter and um, talk about the episode and always have the hashtag renew uh, once upon a time or renew uh, O-U-A-T. And uh, hopefully we can get that trending because they do pay attention to that. It's a little bit of an extra push for them to renew the episode. So, you know, just enjoy this. Enjoy the episode. Enjoy uh, watching with the fandom and, you know. Root for this so we can get a final good season of Once Upon a Time. Assuming it's the final. I'm going to assume it's the final. I don't want it to be, but let's do it. So on that note, after a positive note from Brittany and her crystal balls, join us next time for a brand new installment of Storybrooke Weekly Mirror. Once again, here's our announcer to remind you on how you can interact with us. Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio programs by visiting poppychularadio.com slash archives. You can also download tonight's broadcast and the rest of the series through iTunes.
Just search for Storybrooke Weekly Mirror, and subscribe. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Mirror. Follow us on Tumblr, storybrookweeklymirror.tumblr.com. Follow Poppy Chula Radio on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, and YouTube, at Poppy Chula Radio. Do you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns? Email us via contact at poppychularadio.com. Help support Poppy Chula Radio financially by visiting gofundme.com slash poppychularadio. Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chula Radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor? Email talent at poppychularadio.com. Thanks, announcer, co-hosts, wish listeners a good night. Good night. Good night. Thanks for tuning in. Download new episodes of Storybrooke Weekly Mirror every Tuesday via iTunes and the Poppy Chula Radio archives. Good night. All right. So on that note, a nice positive note from Chris from Christy. <laughs> wow. What the hell is going on? Andy. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was about to say from Brittany at her crystal balls, but it came out Christy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was going to hear Christy. I was like, excuse me? <laughs> oh gosh. Redoing that. <laughs> and I don't even know what to segue. Um, <laughs> we'll start off with Priscilla, since she was the most... Um, not sunshiny <laughs> about the episode. Uh, like last night, seeing it, I would have given it a two. After like talking to you guys, I'm still not gonna give it a passing grade. I'm gonna give that th- these bitches getting a four. Four. We, uh, I appreciate Moby, that you're sharing your Christy. apples prematurely, but right now it's the MVP. <laughs> That's lovely. Can we start again? Yes. I quit. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Oh, God. We're all stupid today. I love it. It's Katie. Katie's a rock. I know. Yes. Damn it, Christy. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. This is the worst episode ever. I love it. Oh.